Hi, welcome back to Unsolved Self. I'm your host, Michelle. And I'm Maddie. Maddie, we need to leave our chit-chat to the end this time because the last few shows we've done, we've been super long-winded. For sure. But I do have a good story for this, uh, the end of this week, so that's good. I never have a story and I'm excited to tell it. You don't ever have a story. I'm excited to hear it. (laughs) (laughs) I know, and you haven't even heard this one yet because I I didn't tell you so I could tell you on the podcast. It's not that exciting. Like, I'm talking it up. It's not even going to be that great. (laughs) And it'll probably be funny just because you've got a story to tell because you legit never tell anything. Sometimes I'm like, is she even here anymore? (laughs) (laughs) I am. (laughs) <laughs> All right, so um, I'm a little pressed for time, so let's go ahead and get started. And um, the stories I've got this week is Valentine's stories. Yay. And I know it's a little after Valentine's Day, but that's all right. Y'all be all right. Um, all of these stories happened on Valentine's Day. Ooh, that's exciting. Okay, so... Just after 8 a.m. on Valentine's Day in 2020. So that's not that long ago. I'm going to butcher these names. I'm going to go ahead and tell you how I'm going to butcher these names. Because I just now realized that I did not do a pronunciation thingy on this. And so they're about to get um, butchered. Nothing we haven't heard before. Um, I'm going to go with Natch Noches. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa, true. say it again. Natch Natch. Natchi Noch, no, Natchi Toches Parish is in Louisiana. All right. I'll, I'll, let me help y'all out. It's N A T C H I T O C H E S. Okie dokie. So I'm going to go with Natchi, Natchi Toches. That could be completely wrong. If y'all know, let us know. So, uh, Natchitoches Parish Sheriff's Deputy was sitting off the side of I-49, and he clocked a car going about 115 mile an hour in a 75 mile an hour zone. So, of course, he tries to initiate a traffic stop, but the black Nissan Ultima did not pull over. The deputy radios it in, and then he finds out that this car has been stolen out of Slidell. And the driver led the police on a 22-mile chase towards the town of Ajax. And he was trying to get off of an exit ramp, and he crashed into like a swampy wooded area. So he jumps out of the car, and he runs into these swampy woods in Louisiana in February. So, they identified the driver as 20-year-old Adrian Cox Jr. And the deputies in State Patrol and a couple other law enforcement um, offices got together and they start searching. They bring out the dogs immediately and then they later added ATVs. They added horses. They added um, those amphibious all-terrain vehicles that go and land in land and water. And they got the airplanes flying over. So, at some point, 
According to the police, they were informed by a member of Adrian's family that he had been picked up by a female friend, and so he was no longer in the swamp. The police are like, okay, cool. So they call off the search, and then they just issue a bolo for him. Well, here's the thing. The family says that he did not get picked up and that he had called them about 9.15 that night and said he was lost in the swamp. The temps that night reached in the 20s and um, he obviously wasn't dressed for the weather. And Adrian was never reported as being seen again. So there's a little bit of... The family says he was lost in the swamp. The police say, well, we were told he got out. And, um, you know, so there's a little bit of, he says, she said, yeah. I guess is the best way to say it. Adrian now would be 23. He's a black male, 5'10", 135 pounds. He has black hair and he has them in dreadlocks, or he did at the time of his disappearance. He has brown eyes and he's heavily tattooed. Um, we'll have his pick and case number up, just like we will with all the stories we tell today, and they'll be in the show notes. So the story about the female friend picking him up is like a twist, and there's really no way to know where that came from if the family really did call him. And I know that there's some speculation that the police made the story up and that they had somehow had something to do with his disappearance. And I do guess anything's possible, and I know that some police misbehave, but they did a pretty intense search with a lot of different agencies and different people and different um, vehicles, dogs, everything, for them to just go, oh, okay, let's kill him and then we'll hide it. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So that just logistically doesn't really seem like it would be easy to hide him at that point with all of these different people out there searching. So I think it's possible that what actually happened was one of his friends or family member did call and tell authorities that and they hoped that they would call off the search and then he would be able to get out and get away. Mm. But then he got lost. I do think that's a, a good possibility. But personally, I wondered what this person said to the police to make the police take it so serious that they were like, oh, yeah, this is 100% legit. We can just call all of yeah. this off. You know, because they've got everybody out there and it just doesn't seem like you could call and be like, hey, quit looking for him. And they're like, oh, OK. I mean, that doesn't make sense either, you know. So, the other possibility is obviously that he did, in fact, catch the ride out of the swamp and that he just ran off and is in another state laying low somewhere. And we know at least one of his relatives is a narc, I guess. <laughs> so, he probably wouldn't have contacted yeah. him if he was laying low, right? So, I mean, who knows? So, do you have thoughts or theories on that one? Um, And it could be that he... Uh, maybe got eaten by an alligator or something. I mean, it could have been in February with temps that low. I think most of the um, super dangerous things would have been kind of dormant. Mm -hmm. 
Um, I don't, and I could be wrong, but I don't think that alligators actually like to eat in those temps. Well, here's the thing, though. Was it like, was it like, oh, it's, you know, 70 degrees during the day, but 20 at night, like it is here? Right, and and that's what I was about to say. It could be like Georgia where, I mean, in the morning we have fall, in the afternoon we've got pure summer, and then at night we're back to winter. So yeah, very well could be possible. In that case, right, in that case it is at all possible. But, um, you know, in a swamp is a swamp. There's There's stuff in the swamp or... You know, he could have fallen into the water and not been able to get back out. Gotten tangled up in some brush. Exactly. And, you know, who knows what, I mean, I assume they've got bear and stuff like that. You know, once the temps warmed up, it, you know, if he had gotten lost and perished, it's, you know, a good chance that predators had you know yeah you know so i don't know but i i do think there is a decent chance that he you know maybe called somebody got a ride and got out too you know hopefully that's what happened in any case i wonder what the chances are that a valentine's car wreck would lead to a disappearance i know that's kind of crazy and for him to go be going that fast in a nissan altima it, Nissan, I mean, Hondas and Nissans are always wanting to race. They are the main ones always trying to pull up. At, a Honda Civic is always trying to pull up next to you at the light, revving like their little go-kart engine, wanting to race every time. They do it all the time. Anyway, the chances are probably a lot better than you think because way back in 1997, on February 14th, Donald Billings spent the early part of the day hanging out with his brother-in-law, his sister Janice's Mm -hmm. husband, and he was real tight with his family, so they spent a lot of time together, and um, he was super tight with his mom, especially, and his sister. Well, he needed to run some errands, so he's like, hey, let me borrow your car. Janice is like, no big deal, gives him the car keys. See, Dawn and Janice had a standing date every Friday, and they would go bowling together and um, and just hang out because they were super tight. Well, that happened to be Friday, and so he was like, I'll just meet you at the bowling alley, and, you know, you can get your car from there. So, it you know, she was like, that's fine. Go ahead. Do what you got to do. Well... That afternoon, Don is driving near the Hungry Mother grocery store, and he was involved in a minor traffic accident. The road was icy, and um, this is in Virginia. I don't know why I didn't say that. (laughs) How crazy. Anyway, this is in Virginia, up in the mountains. And so, um, He slides off the road because the roads are a little icy, and he just went off into the ditch. It wasn't like a major wreck. Um, There wasn't like a lot of damage. He didn't hit anybody else. So it's just a minor traffic incident. 
a witness did run over to check on him and was like, hey, are you good? Should I call an ambulance? And Don's like, no, no, I'm fine. I'm fine. There's no need to call an ambulance. So according to the witnesses, Don then locks the car. He drops the car keys in his pocket. And then he just walks down the road towards um, the next town. Okay. So when Don doesn't show up at the bowling alley that night, Janice gets concerned. And so she calls the police and she was told she had to wait 48 hours. So she was not allowed to file a missing persons report. But she waited the 48 hours. She still had not heard from him. So she contacted the police again and was then allowed to file the report. Two days after she filed the report, she was made aware that her car had been involved in an accident. What? Yeah, so he's four days gone now. Almost five. This is wild. So the police go out and they search the area where he was last seen walking, but they didn't find any sign, but four days later. So they did follow up on every lead they heard, which um, one included that he had hitched a ride at the village truck stop which would have been about eight miles from the traffic accident. Yeah. Assuming that he walked, it would have been about a three-hour walk on a nice day, but this wasn't really a nice day. It was kind of cold and icy. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, that probably would have held him up. Now, that's assuming he didn't get a ride to the gas station right. to catch a ride. So, there was that. Um, The Hungry Mother Grocery Store is near Hungry Mother State Park. So, another theory would have been that he wandered off into the park and was lost or um, something happened to him there. Okay. There were... There were rumors that he had some, quote, friends who were running a large meth operation. Oh. And that they had, for some reason, become concerned that he was going to snitch on them. Okay. So that they had placed a hit on him so that they could shut him up before he had time to tell anybody what they were doing. There was a similar rumor to that, that he had these friends who were running a large meth operation. But instead of them um, murdering him, that he was actually going to testify against them. And so he was taken into witness protection. But he's never been heard from since? He has not. Now... The thing about the witness protection thing is that, um, and I don't know, you know, what large exactly is, but I just don't know if you go into 
witness protection testifying over meth. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, maybe because, uh, you know, there's, like, a lot of meth heads where we're from. And, you know, like, everybody yeah. knows a meth head. So, maybe I just don't think... <laughs> like, I feel like you could point out a bunch of people on meth. <laughs> and so, maybe I'm just not taking it that seriously. And maybe at that point, it was more serious. I don't know. Maybe. But, I don't know if you would go into witness protection over I meth. I don't think so. But maybe. So, Janice says, after the fact, obviously, that Don was not himself that day they hung out, and that he just kind of acted off, and that, in fact, he had made an odd statement, he, but he made it, like, just in passing, about how he would never do anything to hurt their mom, but when she was like, what do you mean by that, um, he just, he didn't explain, he just, you know, owned nothing. That's weird. So, she let it go, but, you know, looking back, now it's like, damn, that really was a weird statement. Yeah. So, you know, I don't know if that lends any credence to um, one of these other things being closer to the truth or not, but it is kind of a weird statement. Yeah, that is a very weird statement. To just say out of the blue. So, Don is a white male. He's 5'6", 160 pounds. He has brown hair, brown eyes, and a noticeable gap between his teeth. So, um, do you have any thoughts or theories on this one? So strange, for sure. Um, I don't know that I buy the myth. Um, maybe he... Had injuries that he, you know, didn't realize. Like, maybe he hit his head or something in the accident. And then maybe he slipped on ice on the way out. And, yeah. you know, just went into the woods and then couldn't get back out or something. Froze to death. Yeah, and it is in the mountains. It is a mountainy area. So, you know, it is at all possible that... You know, like we talked about with Trini Gibson, you know, if you slip down, just even in the best of conditions, temperatures, it it would be hard to get back up. Yeah, in the best of conditions, it would be hard to get back up. And if it's icy and stuff, you know, it would be that much yeah. harder to get yourself back up an embankment. So, despite looking into the rumors that went around and searching and the police did look into every rumor that popped up, even though they were slow to start. They never found any sign whatsoever of Dawn. Oh, weird. Now, it is possible he had a head injury and that he was confused and he wandered off into the woods, like you said. And then he succumbed to the elements because it was mm -hmm. cold. And I personally thought amnesia might be a possibility. He was confused and he... You know, he maybe he didn't want him to call the ambulance because he was embarrassed. He didn't know who he was or whatever. And uh, he wandered off, caught a ride, started a new yeah. life, right? Now, I threw this theory out to Zane, and he said it definitely was not amnesia. And he felt very strongly about that. And he didn't feel like anybody would be embarrassed that they didn't know who they were. So, I said, I'm going to talk about you again on the podcast. <laughs> Also, you said amnesia. 
enough word I say? Amnesia? With the B? I think that's just... <laughs> No, I think I just say it like no, that. I, I definitely twice. have it spelled correctly, A-M-N. I think that's just how I say it, because I have it spelled correctly. Amnesia. All right. <laughs> Did I say it right that uh, time? I don't really know. I'll have to listen back. <laughs> I think it's just, I think it just sounds, I think I am saying it right, but I think it just sounds like I'm not. All right. If you say so. Amnesia. Amnesia. Uh, may, maybe my M's just sound like B's. I don't know. Okay. I feel like I'm saying it correctly. And it is spelled correctly. So I think maybe you're just hearing all it. Right. All right. We'll, we'll forgive it this Amnesia. time. Amnesia. <laughs> I'm saying it right. Anyway. So here's the thing. While I was searching around... um looking at stuff and probably wasting time because I really didn't have any business where I was. <laughs> I found an unidentified person. Oh. And I think they look a lot like Dawn. And I actually sent you that picture to put up so everybody can kind of see what they think. I haven't decided if I'm going to turn in the tip or not. Um, I turned in another tip about... A guy who was actually found deceased and he's still listed as missing and um so far every time i send it to the contact and it's been a different contact every mm -hmm. time it uh comes back as not a good email so um it's namus so you would think that they would have a good contact number but um i tried again with that one and i haven't decided if i'm gonna turn this in or not because i can't decide if it's just me but this guy would have died about three years after dawn went mm -hmm. missing he was found located in a shallow grave in michigan and that would be about 600 miles from Marion, Virginia, which is where Dawn went missing It looks from. like a wax sculpture. So, it would be three years. Well, it was a, um, it was. it. They just found skeletal remains. Oh, okay. And so, it was a recreation of the face. So, I know he's thinner looking, but it would have been three years if he did have some kind of head injury and was confused and wandered off. It's at all possible that he was homeless for a lot of that time. Yeah. And could have lost some weight. But, um, I wish they had shown his teeth. Yeah, same. But it yeah, because I feel like if they'd have shown his teeth, we would it would be like a hard yes or a hard no. But with his mouth closed, to me, it looks a lot like him, but I can't decide. I don't know. So. His nose isn't right. So you're thinking yeah, I'm no? I'm thinking no. But you should still turn it in either way. Worst case scenario, I mean, it's not him. Yeah. Well, and I haven't, there were no comparisons that, like, there was another case where I saw comparisons from an unidentified body to the person, but not from the person to the unidentified body. So, but on this one, I didn't see any comparisons that linked them. So, I don't know. Anyway, our last story is um, not a car wreck. 
but it is a story that is like what on earth so here we go this happened in 1995 February 14th 21 year old Ronald Duck Jr. and to be fair at some point in the story I had to go back and change it because I started putting Donald <laughs> but the last guy's name was yeah. Donald and then I was like Donald Duck does not seem right <laughs> that seems like I would have recognized that right off <sighs> and um so I went back and changed it so hopefully I got okay. them all changed but in any, any case his name's Ronald and him and a friend had been out drinking and shooting mm -hmm. pool. They had had a fun night, but now it was about 3.30 in the morning. And they were back at their naval base in Pensa Pes Pensacola, Ooh. Pascagoula, Mississippi. Mm -hmm. Pascagoula. Okay. Like the Mississippi Squirrel Revival. Okay. I thought you, know you were saying song? Pensacola, like Florida. No, it's Pas Pasagula, gotcha. Mississippi. That one I'm I'm right about. Because okay. I know that song, Mississippi Squirrel Revival, and they say it in that. So they stopped at the first security checkpoint, and then the friend began to chat with one of the guards. And so Ronald, Ronnie, as most of his friends knew him, he decides to hop out and just walk on towards the ship, right? He was last seen about 50 yards from his ship, and that was when he was last seen. Nobody saw him since. Who just disappeared on a naval base? Yep, between the check, between the security checkpoint and the boat, the ship, he disappeared. When he didn't report when he was supposed to the next day the navy listed him as missing and started doing like a just a small search for him just kind of looking yeah. around and then they didn't find him they notified his family and his family began to search so his family was in alabama but they came all the way to mississippi they got a hotel room they made up flyers and they started holding searches mm -hmm. The Navy search was kind of tentative because they were not convinced that foul play was a factor. They thought he may have just run off or was drunk somewhere at first. Yeah. The family, though, they, they just knew something bad had happened. And they, like I said, they got themselves to um, Mississippi and they were all over it put you know getting it in the news getting flyers out holding um searches holding vigils they were all over it the navy tries to encourage them to go home do you see them and they're like just go home and wait for word and you know we'll let you know as soon as we find something out but ronnie's mom is not having it she's like i'm not leaving until i get answers but eventually she did have to leave because they never got yeah. answers they never got any answers at all the family came back repeatedly and would hold more searches they would get it back on the news. They would hold these candlelight vigils and stuff. And so they continued to come back, but they did eventually have to go back to their lives in Alabama. Yeah. 
Ronnie's family had good reason to believe that he had met with foul play because he had gone home to Alabama the weekend before, which was actually just two days before on the 12th. And he visited with his parents and his eight months pregnant wife. And so this was just a couple days before. When he was there, he had told his mom that he had been threatened by another sailor and he was very concerned for his safety. Really? She said he acted very troubled and um, nervous the whole time he was there. Now, if the mom knew the sailor's name that threatened him, she did not say it publicly that I could find. And I did look. She, I know that his family confronted several sailors that they felt may have been involved, but I never saw her or the dad ever name names. Ronnie had, um, just a little bit before, he had gotten himself into trouble by buying drugs from an undercover naval intelligence Mm -hmm. officer, and he was not discharged because of that. However... Another sailor was recently dishonorably discharged for buying drugs. So I'm not saying that Ronnie turned the tables to get out of trouble, but it is possible. And his father kind of alluded to that in a newspaper article because he said he felt like it was a revenge thing. So I felt like he was kind of alluding to that, but we don't know if that happened it's just a little odd that he did not get dismissed for that and the other guy yeah, did. That is weird. And and that would definitely um, make you an enemy. So that could be who was threatening him. When Ronnie was missing for 30 days, he was listed as a deserter. The Navy said that that's just protocol, um, but that would prevent his family members from receiving any benefits on his behalf. Yeah, I don't know if that's protocol. That doesn't seem right. Well, they said that it was just protocol, but that's uh, what happened. But on the missing persons posters that they did, they listed the places he liked to frequent, which was basically pool halls. And I thought that was interesting. If you didn't think he was AWOL, then, you know, why would you list where he likes to hang out? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I mean, maybe that's just me, but seemed odd to put on there. His family never believed that he would just um, desert the mil- the Navy. He was set to get a medical discharge in the next couple months anyway. Yeah, there's no reason he would. Um, he had to pass a fitness test. Right, because it would have been within the next two months that he would have been um, discharged anyway. He had to pass this physical fitness test, which involved running for two miles. And he had had a heart issue as a child and had had open heart surgery to repair that. And he was concerned that he was not going to be able to run the two miles. And so he um, was really looking to be dismissed medically. Yeah. Which, you know, would allow him to still get benefits and, you know, a spouse and child. It's so strange that he was let in in the first place. So, 
I thought that too. Because you can't even get in with but, like, allergies. Um, he had gone in. Like if you're allergic to bees or something. Or- and but maybe, but maybe the time frame of when it was has something to do with it. Um, it was ninety five. Yeah. So, you know, maybe they were. I don't know. Maybe things changed more recently. But I actually had thought that. Also, that I thought it was weird that they would have let him in with heart issues. But he definitely had a scar from open heart surgery, and he was in the Navy. So, I mean, they did. But I I agree. I thought that was a little odd, too. And so, um, my assumption was maybe because of the job he was doing, it wasn't physical. And, you know, so... Or maybe when he was in high school, he could pass... The physical yeah, test. Yeah, now that he's older, he can't. And maybe he got a little older, got a little heavier, and was using the heart issue as, you know, I can't do it because of this. Mm-hmm. But in any case, he was looking to be let out medically. So it would not really make sense for him to desert two months yeah. earlier. In the investigation, nothing really ever turned up and I mean no leads whatsoever um there were some things that you know just got said or whatever but really there was no it wasn't like anywhere looked like a struggle or anybody said hey you know I heard shouting I heard splashes you know none of that so really no leads ever did pop up When he had gone on his trip home, he was given a check for $40 from um, presumably one of his family members, and they gave him the $40 to use for spending money. He never cashed that check at all. Mm -hmm. His truck was left in the naval parking lot where the um, ship was, and it was untouched. So it it wasn't like, you know, it was damaged or it wasn't missing. It was exactly where he had left it. His sweaty basketball clothes were still in it. He had a bag of toiletries that he was going to take on to the ship Mm -hmm. with him that he had just bought. All that stuff was still in it. And nothing was missing. Nothing was out of place. So, it looked like the truck was not involved in whatever did happen. There was a sailor that said he had seen Ron walking away from the ship, as in he may have gone onto the ship and then come back off and was walking away from the ship. And he had yelled out to him, but Ron did not respond to him and just kept walking. He didn't think anything of it, just assumed he couldn't hear him. Hmm. That's weird. And he's sure it was him? Which part? He says he was. And it would have been after they got back. It it wasn't like he saw him when he was leaving to go out that night. It was after he would have returned. Maybe he was on his way to his truck to get his So according to this guy, he may have been. That is at all possible. The harbor was dredged and they brought out dogs to search and then brought out cadaver dogs also and they took them around the ship around the area and then they took them out on boats into the water and um the dogs never hit on anything dumb question but there was no security cameras anywhere 
I guess not. I mean, it's a naval base. I guess, you know, they thought they were secure at the time. And it was the 90s. It wasn't like everybody had cameras like they did now, you know? Yeah, but a naval base? I think a naval base would have cameras. I have no idea. I mean, I know I would think, but, I, you know, I would think a lot of things. <laughs> like, I guess I kind of pictured it like, you know, and I've never been on a naval ship. Um. Billy's father was in the Navy, but, you know, he's passed on, so we can't ask him. But I think I kind of pictured it a little bit like, and this is probably stupid, but like, you know the thing you got to go through on a cruise ship where you got to ding your card? Yeah. And then your face pops up on the mm-hmm. screen? I guess I kind of pictured it a little bit like that so they would know who was on and off the ship at any given time. Not just on base, but on and off the ship. So, I guess in my mind, that's where my mind went, but apparently it's not like that. They just had the security checkpoint at the gate, I guess, yeah. and then you once you got in the gate, you could just do whatever you wanted. Well, his wife gave birth to their daughter on March 28th, so not long, about six weeks after he went mm-hmm. missing. The Navy then had Ron declared dead um, years later, and... Yeah, they never found anything. They never found any sign. Never had any real leads as to what happened to him. So, did his family get so, do you have the thoughts? money, or no? Because they kept him as deserter. Um, my guess would be once he was declared dead, that would have changed. But I did not ever see an update as to whether or not his family would get his benefits. They should. My thinking behind that is that once somebody is listed as a deserter, do they still belong to the military? And if not, then is it the military's place to have them declared dead? Yeah. So because the military, because the Navy had him declared dead, Mm -hmm. doesn't that mean they felt like he was still their soldier? And so they would have given the family benefits, right? That's my thinking on it, but I, I couldn't find any update as to that. I know that the um, his aunt had done, I guess, a old-fashioned version of what would now be like a, a GoFundMe mm-hmm. account. And so they set up an account at the local bank for um, people to donate to so that the girl could get she was living with her father, but, you know, just so she could pay her bills and take care of her baby, um, just to kind of ease that burden on her. And a lot of people in the area gave a lot of people from the church and all gave to that. So, um, and she had family, his family kept in close contact with her. They were very much in their grandbaby's life. So she did have help, but still, you know, if he left through no fault of his own, then she should have been able to get those benefits. Yeah. And his daughter should. So hopefully they did the right thing, but I did not see an update on it to say for sure. Well, that's crazy. Ron was 5'9", 160 pounds at his disappearance. He has brown hair, brown eyes, and olive skin. He was last seen wearing light-washed blue jeans, 
a gray and blue plaid shirt and a brown plaid flannel jacket. He may have been carrying a silver Zippo lighter with an engraving that said Ronnie, best friends, Scott. He had the chest scar surgery um, from his open heart mm-hmm. surgery. He had that I said that completely wrong. He had a chest scar from his surgery. <laughs> and he had a scar down the front of his left leg. Okay. He had a couple tattoos. One was a colored dragon on his left thigh. And the other was a tattoo of dark winged duck on his left chest. And there's no pic of that, but I would have liked to seen it because I love dark winged duck. <laughs> That's funny because his name was Duck. Right. That was witty. Yeah. Plus, Darkwing Duck was a, uh, you know, that was a, uh, because he, he would have been my age at that time. So, you know, we grew up with Darkwing Duck. So, I get it. That was funny. <laughs> the contact info for all these cases and the pics that go along with them will be in the show notes as always and um that's as far as i have for cases so uh i got a just a really quick am i crazy thing to ask and then you can tell your story as i yeah okay so um so uh you know i have trouble sleeping and so i listen to uh this podcast where she just tells stories and she's got like a super soothing voice. It's called Nothing Much Happens. Yeah. And she just tells a story with no point. And um and it helps you fall asleep. Well, she started this meditation podcast also and so I'm like, "Oh, I'll give it a shot." And so I d- I open the podcast and I get on the first episode and they're like, "Focus on your breathing." And I don't know if it's just me. It could be. But I completely, like, I got so focused on my breathing. I almost had a panic attack. And then I forgot how to breathe. And I was like, I wasn't breathing deep enough. And then I'm like, am I breathing deep enough? Am I breathing right? And I honestly almost had a uh, a panic attack trying to meditate. Yeah, I, no, I can't. If you mention breathing, I don't know how to breathe. I like, I literally forget. And then she was like, concentrate on your breath on your lip. Well, she was like, concentrate on feeling your breath on your top lip. And then I was like, can I feel my breath on my lip? Am I breathing right? Should I be breathing out of my mouth? And, and I'm like, man, I went crazy. And then I was like, I can't do this. And then I thought, is that just me (laughs) or what? How do you feel your, I'm, I'm, Sitting over here trying to feel my breath on my top lip, and I can't do it. <laughs> I guess if I blow, like... I think that if I breathe out of my nose, if I breathe out of my nose, I can. But in general, you know, when you're trying to relax, people are like, breathe in through your nose, breathe out through your mouth. Yeah. I can't do <laughs> And so... Yeah, and so I was like, I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know how to breathe. Am I breathing? Am I dying? I think I'm dying because I don't know how to breathe all of a sudden. <laughs> it was a whole thing. I, w- I was not a fan. So, that was my thing. 
All right. So, um, last week, me and Emily decided to have an impromptu, like, brunch date or whatever. Um, I still had Sawyer, so I took him with mm-hmm. us. Um, we went and we ate brunch, and then she was like, she had just gotten done with a run. Um, and she was like, I was thinking about getting a massage today, but if you want to, like, switch off... And so, I watch the baby, you get a massage, and then same, like, you know, we switch off, then we could do that. And I was like, you know what? I haven't had a massage, and, you know, the last time I tried to go get a massage, I was very early pregnant, and I didn't tell anybody. And then they were like, on the questionnaire, they were like, are you pregnant? And I had to, because I was like, well, what happens if not? And then they wouldn't give me a massage, and I was very upset about it. Anyways, so I was like, yes, I want a massage. And they wouldn't give you a massage if you were pregnant? No, they said you can't get a massage in your first trimester because some, it's high risk or something. I'm like, that sounds like bullshit, but whatever. Like, I had just gotten done with a um, a wedding that was like, ugh, the bride and the mom, they just were, like, on my last nerve. And I had just gotten done with that wedding. And I was like, I'm getting a massage. And, you know, they were like, you can't get a massage. <laughs> and so I had to get, like, a stupid facial. And that came out and my face was, like, swollen. And it was red and it was slimy looking. And I looked in the mirror and I was like, what in the world did no. I do? <laughs> yes! So... So, I, I did not go back to that place. Anyways, so she, um, we drove separate, so I followed her, and she called me, and she was like, hey, it's this, or it's, uh, should I say what place it is? I'm going to say what place it was, because that woman did a good um, job. If they were good, then yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay. So, it was the Oriental Massage um, in Evans. So, uh-huh. we we were going, and she was like, I'm turning in, you go ahead and go to like, target or the shopping center you know go to, go look at whatever you want to up here and i'll call you when i'm done yeah go ahead go ahead i wish you hadn't said the name now because i think that uh, <laughs> i saw i saw that in the news and something had gone on but it must have been a different one if they're open so <laughs> <laughs> when did you see it in the news <laughs> i thought it was like uh six months or so but it must have been a completely different one because um that one had got a a shutdown so i'm sure it was a completely different one this one's fine probably um you said evans yeah you said evans yeah i I think this probably was near mullins crossing i don't think this one was in evans yeah i'm I'm pretty sure the one i'm talking about was not in evans Gotcha. Okay, so anyways, so I go over, you know, do my shopping or whatever, just look around at a bunch of stuff, um, and then she gets done, and she's like, um, bring me him, and then I'm going to go to Kroger and do my grocery shopping, and then you go get your massage. So I'm like, cool. So I go in, and um, <laughs> I don't know if you guys know this, but if if somebody has an accent, I cannot understand what you're saying. It doesn't matter the accent. You could have a country accent. I have no clue what you're saying. I don't know what you're saying. So, anyways, he says something when I come in. And I'm like, what? And he goes, uh, oh, can, do you want a massage? And I said, 
Yeah, and in my brain, I was thinking, that's literally all you do here is massages, but okay. And he's like, for how long? And um, he points to the menu, and I'm like, for an hour. And he's like, okay, are you paying cash or card? Which I did not understand what he said when he said that. He, and I made him repeat it three times before I figured out what he was saying. <laughs> so I was like, cash, because Emily said that it's going to be cheaper if I do cash. So then he's like, okay, and then he says something, and I'm like, what? And then I start to pull out my cash, because, you know, why would you ask cash or card if you didn't want me to go ahead and pay, right? Like, I'm assuming, you know, right. I'm going to go ahead and take care of, you know, the payment, and then I'm going to enjoy my massage, and then just get to leave after. But then he says something, and I'm like what <laughs> and he says it again and i'm like what and he's like you pay later and i'm like oh okay cool so then he just like turns around and he walks away down a hall and this other woman is getting her feet massaged right here and i looked i looked at them and i'm like am i supposed to follow him <laughs> and then he comes back to get me and he's like you follow me <laughs> so then i'm like okay why are you awkward bud <laughs> So then, I get into the room. He's like, uh, he points to the hooks and stuff and all this stuff. And then he's like, he says something. I don't know what he said. I was like, okay, cool. So then I'm assuming he says get undressed. Because I've had a massage before. You get completely undressed and you get under the sheets, right? So, yeah, I get undressed. I'm wearing like high heel boots and I'm getting all this stuff I barely get under the sheet before that woman is knocking on my door and coming in I'm like jeez I gotta like <laughs> alright so, <laughs> so like I haven't been like on this bed but literally like I covered my I was literally still covering myself when she knocked on the door and came in okay so then um she, she was like uh you got an hour and I was like yeah and then she was like oh you're so pretty I'm like how do you know I'm pretty you haven't seen me like my face is in this hole and literally I'm covered in a sheet so then she goes and she um covers me completely like she covers my head with a towel and like moves my hair with the towel and then she covers me like completely with the sheet so i'm like a dead person but like um like face down okay like head to toe and she uh -huh. starts rubbing me through the sheet and i was like dang is it gonna be like this the whole time because like i kind of wanted her to like you know get into it and touch my skin or whatever and like the full effect but like why is she rubbing me through a through a sheet like this is weird so I'm sitting there thinking, and she does it for like five, ten minutes, and then she pulls it down, like down, like all the way down, <laughs> like my whole butt was out. And so she starts like rubbing and everything, and it's it's a good massage, man. That she got she got into some places now. So then, um, I'm enjoying it. <laughs> like she's like getting into it and everything, and then I feel her like hop up onto the bed. Like, okay, so, like, my head is over here, and she, like, hops up and straddles my head and rubs my back. 
And, like, I can feel her hairs tickling my back. And I'm like, okay, this is fine. This is fine. Whatever. And the whole time she's talking to me and she's telling me how beautiful I am and all this. And I'm thinking she's saying I'm beautiful because, like, you know what I mean? I can't really understand what she's saying. So then she's rubbing and rubbing and rubbing. And then she gets, like, she goes down to my legs and, like, she barely covers my vagina and (laughs) starts rubbing my butt cheeks and down my leg and everything. And um, she said something about, like, how old are you? And I said, oh, I'm 26. And I was, like, thinking, like, am I really 26? Or did I just lie? can't remember. I think I'm 26. <laughs> anyway, so she was like, oh, I'm 21. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, you're really young. And she was like, yeah, yeah, young, young, 21. <laughs> and so she's still rubbing and everything. And then she mentions again, like, how old are you? And I said, 26. And she says, yeah, 21, 21. And I said, okay. So then she finishes. And then, oh, 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 I forgot. So, like, she's still rubbing and rubbing. And I I usually like to, like, zone out and, like, not talk. But she wanted to talk a little bit. Anyways, she got, she, she was rubbing. And then she leaves the room. But leaves the door cracked just a little bit. And I'm like... Is it, is it over? Is it over? Like, am I, do I get up and get dressed? And I'm like, I'm looking and I like peek over because I'm, my head's still covered with the towel. I peek over and try and try and look and see if like the door is open completely or what. Um, And it's open like just a crack. Like maybe she forgot to shut it. So I'm, I'm sitting there and I'm like. I'm so gonna- are you ass out at this point? Um, no, she's covering my butt at this point, okay. but barely. Go ahead. Okay, so then I'm like, I'm going to count in my head five minutes, and if she's not back in five minutes, then I'm going to get up <laughs> and get dressed, and so I start counting. Five minutes? Yes, because I'm like, I'm not going to be mid, That's like, so long. I'm not going to be, like, mid-titty, like, putting my bra on and stuff. And her come in. You know what I mean? And, like, I'm titty out. And she's like, what are you What are you doing? So, I'm like, five minutes seems like a reasonable amount of time to just sit here. So, I start counting. Anyways, needless to say, she comes back. Scares me a little bit because she, like, busts in the room. But she went and got the hot rocks. And she starts rubbing me with the hot rock. Yeah. And then she like, she, she finishes with the hot rocks and then she tells me to flip over. I'm like, what? She says, flip over. So I'm like, okay. So then I flip over and she covers me and she's rubbing, um, my head and she's rubbing my hair and I, I look at her and I'm like, I, I look at her like just glance, like just barely open my eyes and look. And I look at her, and she's got super short hair. So, like, how was she touching? Like, she's got to be close to be touching my back with her hair. Like, super short hair. And this woman is old. And I'm like, there's no way she's 21. So, I close my eyes real quick. And I'm thinking, like, how is she really 21? Is she saying, like, I'm 21? What is she saying? And so, um... She, uh, she gets done and she's like, how old are you? And I said, I'm 26. And she says, no, no, you said 21. And I said, 
Oh, okay. Gotcha. So then she leaves, and I get dressed, and then I, I go and pay for it and everything, and leave. And I'm like, man, that's the weirdest massage I've ever gotten. I thought I was going to have a happy ending at first. Um, and uh, the whole next day, I was so sore. Like, completely sore from head to toe. Uh, yeah, I needed a massage from my massage, but... If you're looking for a really deep tissue massage, you might want to go to that place. So she wanted me to say that I'm 21. Like, she wanted me to say I'm younger than what I am. Oh. Which, I don't know why. That's weird. Yeah. That's weird. <laughs> like, That's I, weird I don't know what you... <laughs> I know! And at first I thought it was going to get a happy ending. Because she straddled my head and everything. And I was like, man, what kind of massage is Emily like? <laughs> Maybe 21 is the code word to get a happy ending. Oh. Yeah, I didn't know that. And so <laughs> So maybe she she was like trying to get you to say it while she was straddling you so she knew if she was supposed to go on or to stop. <laughs> Maybe. I didn't think about that. Oh, how crazy. But yeah. Ask, ask Emily if the girl that did her was 21. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she did say that they, like, bared her completely, too. And, like, they always do it like that. It's the same exact, same exact way every time she gets it done. Listen, don't be ratting Emily out and throwing all her business out here. Yeah, that's uh that's weird. Alright, well I have to yeah. go. So um my family keeps peeking in the door at me. <laughs> Usually they're not <laughs> here when I'm doing this, but they're here now. Yeah. So. And I've um, gotta edit it at so the I can door at me. That's right. So alright. So Maddie, you wanna talk about the social media stuff? Yep, you can join our Facebook discussion group where we post all our show notes and sometimes people say stuff and sometimes they don't. Um, that is Unsolved South Podcast. And then um, you can follow us on Instagram at Unsolved underscore South. And we have a email that is Unsolved South Podcast at gmail.com if you want to send us an email. If that's your style, if that's your love language. All right. Sounds good. All right. Well, I guess we'll see y'all next week. Bye. And share, no, share our podcast with. Oh, yeah. I forgot. Uh-oh. I was ditching y'all out. <laughs> somebody <laughs> yeah, that were. loves to get massages. Or somebody oh, that's 21. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Bye. Bye.